You've pulled the lever on the quantum coin counter of the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about this wild soul journey, mindset, and money. Episode number 20, coming to you. What's happening? I'm Jude Hotep, the Conscious Money Coach, your sacred Sherpa on this wild soul journey. This episode is called The Value of Money. I was in a nature preserve and I was uh, walking and overheard a mom talking to a daughter and she's a little itty bitty and she had an itty bitty bike with big rugged <laughs> giant tires on it. It was a terrible. And uh, she, I overheard the mom, I'm not sure what the whole conversation was, but I overheard the mom saying that something about the bike, that it's, it's valuable because it's worth a lot of money. It costs a lot of money. And it was so interesting to pass down this kind of scarcity mindset about money and this conflated sense of value and, and the bikes only worth something because we paid so much for it. I had these $20 sunglasses that I loved. Like I would, I, I would, I would love to have them back so bad. I'd love to have 10 pairs of them because, you know, you sit on sunglasses inevitably. And, um, they were pink and they were my favorite and I had them and they fit my face perfectly, which is, you know, with sunglasses, it's hard to find. And, um, and then somebody kicked me in the head and broke my sunglasses. And <laughs> I was helping him do the, do a handstand at the time. So there was, <laughs> it was, it was an accident, but, but nevertheless, my sunglasses were destroyed and I couldn't get them again. They didn't make them the same way, whatever. And you know, he surprised me with this gift of these like $150 pair of sunglasses and they were lovely, you know, couldn't, he tried to find that same color or whatever. It was like really lovely um, and, you know, really meant a lot, but, but it was, it wasn't the money. It's not money that makes something valuable, you know, it's in, in, in val and money, we assign its value. And so when we conflate the two things, when we conflate the value that we assign to money, so we conflate money, which is just our assigned value, with what we value, then that's the way that we get tangled up with conflating our own value with money. And that involves our self-worth and a lot of feelings of inadequacy around what we create in this world and how much money we create and and what we're able to do with money. So much of the world runs on old paradigms and old world ideas that you're only as valuable as the money that you can create in the world and what you can produce and what you can have. And I will say that there is something about putting a roof over your head. We do live in in most cultures that are, you know, most people are not making their homes out of things they construct with natural materials they find. You know, it's it's with money that you buy your shelter or build a shelter or what have you. It, it takes money in, in the ways that we choose to live for the most part. And, and so we, and of course, you know, if you're listening to this, you're most likely a woman and you're most likely working to create conscious money in your business. So how do you create more money and how do you detangle that value of it, the paper or the digits from your own self-worth? 
And when you're creating a book, say you're you're creating the outline, and then you know that's money right there. That's value that you're creating. But it but it will turn into money eventually, and it takes all those steps in between. But you are creating value, and that value means something. And you're asking the spirit of money to come play with you and to create this book together. That then that value will bring the return of money. And what's and what's that creation about? And creating money is really about creating, is really about where you're coming at from inside yourself of what the value that you're looking to create in the world. And and when we can deconflate our own personal intrinsic value as a being and as a soul and a body from paper money, you know, something that we assign value, you know, it was shells at one time um, that we traded, you know, objects. And then, you know, in a lot of cultures, it's bartering, you know, this service for that goat. And, you know, goat is most widely eaten meat on the planet. You know, it's just, it's, it's just a, an assigned value. And so when we think about the objects and the things we purchase and why we value them so much, do we value them in this way that, that this shirt cost me, you know, 200 bucks, so that's why I value it so much. Or do you value it because you love the shirt and you love that it was handcrafted and it was made with more love and care than a shirt made in a factory and it was, um, you know, has beautiful design elements to it and it fits so so wonderfully and it, the fabric is soft. These types of things, do you value and appreciate what you have? You know, teaching this little girl to appreciate what she has because we value what we the, the things we have. We might want more things, we might enjoy having having things, but but valuing what we have because we appreciate it. You know, I bought bananas, a bunch of organic bananas and I don't know about you, but bananas seem to go bad faster in this last like year or so, they seem to go bad really quickly. Potatoes too. Not sure if you noticed that. <laughs> it's like just interesting scientific observation, um, field observation in my kitchen. But um, they, you know, it's just I value having these bananas not because they cost me however much, you know, three bucks, five bucks, whatever. But I value them because I can eat them for food. They're delicious. They taste good. And they look great on the counter until I do eat them. And, you know, they're just wonderful bananas. But, And if you think about something like that, you don't typically think about the bananas. You value them because they cost, you know, three bucks. So we better really like these bananas. No, you value it because of the nutrition and the taste and the flavor and the sustenance that it provides for you. But if you only value things in your life and teach your children this and, and teach your own this and keep brainwashing yourself this through your subconscious and through these unconscious thinking patterns of valuing your car because it's costing you so much money per month or valuing um, the nice you know pots and pans you bought for yourself because they cost so much. What if you value the things that you love in your life because you love them, you pick them out, they were important to you, they had, and it's also a way to not collect things that have no meaning to you, that really are just collecting stuff and buying and spending money unconsciously. Anything that's unconscious in your money life is going to create 
less money in your world or an unconsciousness around your money and so it's going to stymie the beauty and the expansiveness of your money creation and so when you're spending and buying things that you don't really need and and you're just you know getting extra things in the home and and accumulating without it being something you really love really need um you know it's these types of things that conflate value and and money in a way that doesn't serve you it's not useful and it limits the expansion of your creation and a, a lot of people are really amazing at creating so much money you know I had a client who would buy program after program after program after program and and it was just one of those unconscious spending habits like I you know I think part of it too is like when you can when you've come from you know, not having a lot of money and you can buy buy things. And then you're just like, I can't. I want to show myself how I can afford things and how I'm capable and have the ability of purchasing whatever I'd like to purchase and whatever I want. But then when you never use those objects and you just accumulate them, it's it's skewing the value of the objects and, and it's tying it up with money in a way that doesn't serve your money creation, conscious money creation, and being really conscious. So I really encourage you a couple of takeaways are, you know, to 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 not buy things unconsciously. Really understand why you're buying it and buying it because you love it, not because it costs so much and not conflating the value of it. Say say you don't typically buy $200 shirts, but you bought yourself this amazing shirt and valuing it because of the shirt, not because of the cost of it. I had this shirt that I bought like a year and a half ago or something. It was so beautiful and I just loved it. And I spent a lot of money on it and it wasn't a purchase that I would do very often at that time. And and I valued it because of the shirt itself, because of the hand craftsmanship of the shirt, because of the beauty of it, because of the way I looked and felt in it. Um, I ended up throwing it in the trash, unfortunately. <laughs> I kind of wish I had that shirt still. Um, but uh, nevertheless... Um, yeah, nevertheless, um, I, <laughs> I valued the shirt. I never thought about how much I spent on it. I never, never conflated the money with the shirt. I valued the shirt for the shirt, for the craftsmanship, for how it felt, for the beauty of it, um, for the fabric. The fabric was amazing and how it felt and how I looked in it and just the loveliness of the shirt. And I took care of it because of the craftsmanship. Not, I didn't take care of it because it's like, oh, this costs so much. What that does is it creates a scarcity around money that you don't have enough to spend large amounts on things that you value. So do you see how that kind of skews, skews your, your money in that way? It, it creates scarcity where there doesn't need to be any. And that's why hearing this mom speak to this young young kid like this you know like gosh I don't know if she's like four or five but like really putting those seeds in her subconsciousness of growing up with that scarcity mindset around money at such a young age you know it's just like that we can't go spend three hundred dollars how about you just choose consciously to spend what you would like to spend on the objects you per- you choose to purchase and and you choose it consciously from a place of having money, from a place of abundance, from a place of prosperity, you know, I have this $300, I'd like to purchase this bike for my little girl, and I, and then I will teach her about the bike and loving it, and hopefully she picked it out, and she loves it, and it's just amazing for her, and so fun, and teaching her how to appreciate the objects she owns, because we, we really appreciate what, what we have in life, and, 
and that appreciation appreciates so it brings more in and it's that beautiful relationship with appreciating our planet earth the habitat we have appreciating the sun coming up every morning and the, and the warmth of that you know, appreciating having beautiful flowers around appreciating birds singing outside appreciating a nice car and the sound of the engine if it's not mic'd in <laughs> like mic engine sounds in now it's not even like real engine sound what the hell um but nevertheless again and you know appreciate you know the feel of shifting gears and letting the clutch out and the pickup of speed and just appreciating you know the wind blowing in your face when you step outside and the sun coming down and, and these things, we can appreciate what we purchase with our money separate from the money and be super conscious about spending the money because we want to spend it from a place of having, from a place of abundance, from a place of prosperity. And so if you feel like you can't quite spend that and you're spending it and so much, there's some work right there to do on your money spending. Because if it's causing that tension and it's just creating lack, then it's not serving you. It would be best to, to just save it and clean that up with mindset work, with the work that we do in the conscious money creation, to allow you to purchase things when you're in a great space, um, purchasing them because you want them and you have the money from a place of prosperity. When you're purchasing from a place of lack, you're creating more consciousness in that vein. So I will talk to you next episode. I'm sending you so much love. I appreciate you listening. You've been listening to the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep. If you want to apply this work where deep progress and profound change happens in your life and business, if you want to love your life and take this work deeper, pop over to lifecoachjude.com, nourish your soul with a free coaching session, and we'll discuss if working together is in the highest for us both. That's lifecoachjude.com. <laughs> <laughs>